Welcome to the e-commerce disruptors podcast, where alongside digital marketing experts, we give you our best tips, techniques, and insights on how you can be a disruptor in your industry. Hey guys, welcome to e-commerce disruptors presented by electric engine, where we give you tips, techniques, and advice to help you disrupt your industry. I'm Noel Lopez. And today we have Mike Charcher, the creative services director at Datto here to speak to us about, um, in-house creative teams. So Mike, feel free to introduce yourself. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate that. This is going to be awesome. Um, yeah, my name is Mike Charcha. I'm a director of creative services at Datto. Uh, Datto is a, a tech company based in, uh, in Norwalk, Connecticut. That's where our headquarters is. Um, and it's a tech company. You know, we, uh, we specialize in data backup and security. Um, worldwide, we have 22 offices and about 1,500 employees. And like I said, our headquarters is based in Norwalk, Connecticut. Uh, it was founded by uh, a guy from Connecticut, so he always wanted to have the headquarters here. Yeah, um, convenience. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Don't have to commute into the city anymore. Um, but it's been a great company. I've been there for about two and a half years. Yeah. Uh, the marketing team is about 70 people or so. Um, the creative services team, which is the one that I direct, is uh, mm. 12 of us. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a fully integrated marketing team. We, we work really closely with sales and business development, um, and it's a great place to work. Yeah, I've 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 heard great things, and not to mention how quickly you guys have grown, it's it's in, it's incredible. So, throughout the show, we've had several guests, and they they both have actually been in house agency side. They've seen bo- both sides of the coin. Um, what was it like coming into into Datto and 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 building out that team? Yeah, it was it was super exciting. Um, you know, like like you said, I had a lot of in house creative um, experience and some some agency experience and some freelance experience as well, and. Um, you know, coming into a, a company like Datto that was that was established, um, it had you know it, its product line already uh, you know put together and, yeah. and the sales force put together and their business model really really set up. Um, it, w- it was a great great opportunity to come into uh, mm-hmm. a company like that and um, uh, be part of it. The great the cool thing about it is that in the past two and a half years it's grown significantly. So yeah. when I came aboard uh, two and a half years ago, it was eight hundred people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was really mostly. Um, based in the US we had a couple offices out in out in the UK yeah um, but since I came aboard there's been um, two acquisitions and a merger so you know all of a sudden it Big just, changes yeah it's, it, was, it was amazing so new people new um, new experiences um, new problems to solve uh, new different types of people to work with different types of products yeah. um, so it, it, it really kind of uh, sped up very very quickly uh, I can only imagine and I, I think one of the biggest parts is is really making sure that you're building that internal process uh, and, and laying that down, that foundation down. What would you say is the most important points to keep in mind when you are building an in-house team? Yeah, that, that's an interesting question. Um, you know, and I'll kind of go back um, when I first started, you know, some of the projects that we were working on and, and some of the, the types of, of assignments that we were handling. Uh, we were very able to keep it all in-house. So it was all, every, everything at Data was done in-house. So yeah. not only creative, but also all the marketing, all the research, Obviously, all the sales, um, all the business development, everybody's kind of on board yeah. and uh, uh, working together. So when I came aboard, it was it was a, a smaller unit. Um, but as soon as that expansion started, mm-hmm. we, we had to really adjust for that, that scale. Um, and that's where we really started to put a strong, strong process into place, yeah. um, utilizing a really strong project management team, um, you know, a uh, uh, project tracking software, that type of stuff. And that allowed us to expand our services and work with external agencies. So we do everything from, you know, stickers to T-shirts to internal posters, um, all the way to, uh, you know, the content that our customers read online. So the e-books and success stories. We do presentations. um, You know, we do tons and tons of video 
te video testimonials. We'll go and, and research uh, and, and work with some of our partners and customers to kind of tell their story. And that's such a huge opportunity to connect with, with uh, your established base and then even new new people oh, that are interested amazing. in working with you. It's amazing. It's amazing to actually have a conversation with your customer mm -hmm. and uh, uh, work together to kind of craft that story yeah. to not only um, highlight their achievements as a, as a small business, um, but also to, to, to showcase how Datto you know, supports their business as well. Um, so yeah, it, it, one of the strong benefits of being an in-house creative is you're kind of part of the business model, you're part of the process, you're part of the sales process, you're part of yeah. the marketing process, um, and you see the results. You know, yeah. uh, Dad was a, a very successful company, so yeah. <laughs> you know we see tremendous results, and it, it's good to be part of that engine and really see mm -hmm. our work kind of driving revenue. Um, yeah. That's something that you don't necessarily get from being an agency or being freelance. You know, you're mm -hmm. dealt with an assignment, you handle the assignment, yeah. you complete it, you invoice it, and you know, it's almost like not not one and done necessarily, but you don't really get to see the ripple effect always. It's 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 almost you, you step in, help with the project, and then you kind of just step back out. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's 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 also a learning experience just to understand the business model of a oh, yeah. of a big corporation. You know, um, my my background's design, art, and 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 illustration, so I didn't really get that strong business sense, you know, working at agencies or working freelance. Yeah. But now that I'm really fully ingrained and my group is ingrained in the the the, the process that drives revenue, it's yeah. really interesting to see the business model and see it in action. You know, you can read about it, you can study it, but you know, to be like, in, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. It's pretty, mm -hmm. pretty exciting. Um, you know, but, but, but back to your question about the process and kind of how to build build out an in-house creative team, you know, it's just it just kind of happened for me, which is which is great. You know, yeah. um, there were already passionate people in place, um, and that's one thing that I constantly look for. When that's we are, half the battle, right? Oh there. my God, yeah, <laughs> it is, it is. You know, because you can't train that. You know, you can oh, train yeah. somebody to be better in Photoshop or you know, strategic in their approach to to brand assignments, but um, you know, the passion has to be there. Yeah. And so I was lucky enough to kind of come into a team that already had a lot of passion. And, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's easy to kind of utilize that to really create high quality, impactful yeah. graphics and design. So mm -hmm. um, I got lucky in that in that regards. Um, and, you know, we we handle like I said, we were, we handle everything like internal, you know, posters, T-shirts and stickers like all that. nine but yards. Yeah. All nine yards. But then we also do, you know, a tremendous amount of um, trade show and roadshow graphics. We also host um, two big conferences every year. Okay. So there's one in the U.S. and then one in the uh, international. Last year or last uh, fall, it was in Barcelona. This one's going to be in Paris. We go to San Diego, um, and this is this is an opportunity to invite you know all our, our core customers. We call them partners, and um, you know showcase the the best that Datto has to offer and really kind of yeah help them uh, network and connect and, and drive revenue. So my group is responsible for the you know from beginning to end as far as the graphics and the brand goes, mm. messaging the full user experience from, yeah. you know, the, the signs that you see when you're um, registering to, uh, to all the videos and all the presentations. And, and uh, th it's, it's quite an endeavor from, for, for the team. It's that look and feel across and making sure it's, it's uniform. And it's surprising how many times you'll find, even with larger companies, sometimes there aren't really well-established established brand guidelines. Mm -hmm. So some of the content, if it's, if it's on social media, doesn't necessarily reflect what's online uh, on their website. So that's huge, huge uh, deal right there. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it, it's fun to kind of be the starting point of all that, that yeah. brand, you know, and uh, kind of see, and again, it kind of goes back to the, the passionate people that are involved there. They want to, they want to match that, that aesthetic. They want to match that essence. They want to match that feeling. 
Um, so it just kind of falls into place, you know, and, and, and in a good way, in a very good way. And Datto is, um, you know, a creative, fast, mo- fast moving company. So they, they yeah. want to be behind that. They want to be mm-hmm. excited about the brand. They want to tell the same story. Um, so it's, it's definitely, definitely fun to be part of. And I, I think the, the more you can push that content, the better. I mean, uh, we just did a podcast uh, around building that good content and, and making sure it's around the right portion of the sales funnel, depending on where they land. And one company that blows me away is Yeti. If, if you take a look at their, their, their video content looks like a, it's like a docu-series. It's, it's incredible. Like it'll be stories about, but it doesn't, it isn't necessarily related to, to Yeti products, but it's almost like in the background, but it built such a great story. There's one where this guy basically was training his lab to, to be a hunting dog. And it's it, it makes you want to tear up at the end, yeah. to be totally honest. So. Yeah, well, it's that high quality, you know. Like as yeah. soon as you put out a high quality uh, piece of content, people gravitate towards that. And I think that um, you know, definitely, definitely, the customers will see through some of that some of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. So if it is high quality, you can always hang your hat on that. Yeah. It, it maybe at the at the end, it might not drive the revenue that you wanted to uh, have it drive, or it might be strategically off the mark slightly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, if the high quality is there, people will gravitate towards it. People will pay attention to it. People will um, watch it. People will go through it. And Absolutely. that's all you want customers to do, just engage with your stuff. And I think you bring up a really good point is the content you're putting out isn't always about that conversion, though. It's, if it's, if it's going to sit in the awareness portion of that funnel, take it for what it is and, and make sure you're looking at engagements, not how many sales you're getting from it. Uh, and I think that's that's something that just happens internally. People always look at the bottom line, which is, you know, really important, obviously, but you gotta, you gotta make sure you're measuring the right KPI there. Oh, without question. Yeah. Bottom line is always, yeah. The, the, the <laughs> CEO always looks at that, and, yep. you know, chief marketing officers and stuff like that. They, they're always concerned about the bottom line, but, um, yeah, you put out, you put out a good library of content. The sales team is going to figure out how to utilize it. Um, you know, we have a really strong business development unit, which is kind of like that, that, the, the the face of sales out in mm-hmm. the field. And they love this stuff because it, it, it yeah. easily tells the story uh, across many, many different types of scenarios. You know, At Data, we have a, a bunch of different product pillars and different ways of selling different types of so- products and services. Um, but you know, if, if you give a sales guy a package of content to tell yeah. those stories, they, it's make or break. It is. It, yeah. it re- yeah. like, and speaking, you know, for, from the sales side, if, if you don't have that quality content or, or, or something to really showcase what, what your company's about or, or what your services are, it, it's, it, it's tough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's a struggle. Yeah. And one of the things that we're trying to focus on too, is just being more strategic with it. So, you know, utilizing the, the right keywords and really understanding SEO and stuff like that, because, um, you know, kind of going back to the agency life, you know, you try to come up with that, that quick witty headline yeah. and hope that, you know, the customer kind of gravitates towards it mm-hmm. or at least remembers it. But, um, in this day and age with all the different types of noise that we're, that we're dealing with and trying to, to fight through to get the message across, yeah. You know, really being strategic and understanding mm-hmm. search engine optimization and that type of stuff is mm-hmm. so, so valuable. So those, that's one of the things that we're kind of going through right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we work really, really closely with the, the web and uh, the strategy team um, and really help. They help us identify yeah. what keywords or what, what, what topics to generally push based on social mm-hmm. listening and that type of stuff. Yeah. And it's it's um, it's funny you say that because that's that's the best way to build content. It's you're, you're looking at the, the keywords that matter, the search queries, how people are finding you. And then you create that content based off of that. Otherwise 
if you're kind of just creating content for the sake of content, you're, you're, you're throwing something up against the wall and hoping it sticks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's just that strategy behind yeah. the, the design, you know, mm-hmm. and, and once those, those two kind of, uh, realms come together, you, you're yeah. going to see nothing but, but good results. Absolutely. So I know, I know you guys handle everything in house, but you, you'll see companies oftentimes they'll have their in-house, uh, creative team, but they, oftentimes we'll bring in an agency partner to collaborate on projects and, and some sometimes even over the course of a year, several years. When do you feel that's necessary to, to bring in a partner in that sense? Yeah, there, there's a couple scenarios with that that pop up when I have to reach out to uh, outside agencies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're a very diverse creative group. We have uh, mostly, mostly graphic designers, but we have a really strong animator. We have a really, really strong video team. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're fully staffed as far as not only the people, but also the equipment and the cameras and, and yeah. recording equipment and stuff like that. Um, and so we are fully functional. Like we can handle pretty much any request that comes in. Yeah. Um, what happens is that scale kind of comes into play where we're just getting inundated with different types of projects and just the sheer amount. Managing everything. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. And, you know, we have a really, really strong project manager. Um, but at the same time, it's great to kind of tap into some external resources, not only to handle the workload, but also to give us a different point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, it gives us a good opportunity to kind of explore what other creative groups are doing. Yeah. Um, you know, some, for example, an editor, a video editor might have a, a unique approach to telling yeah. a story. And it'll give an opportunity for a lead producer on my team to work with that person just to kind of collaborate. Right. And, and even learn that and, and add, to, add, to, add that to his skill set. Without question. Yeah, yeah, without question. And it's exciting. You get, you get a different point of view. You get a different type of co- piece of content. You know? So, for example, if, uh, if I want to um, capture a, a video story but more documentary style, mm-hmm. I have an editor you know, that, I, that I've worked with in the past and a director and a team yeah. that, ha- that does stuff like that. So I'll mm-hmm. bring them in. And be like, all right, this this is a story we want to tell. It's kind yeah. of in line with you know your portfolio and what you've been doing, um, and you know let's just put a kind of a dado spin on it. Yeah. And, and and that's that's exciting. It also gives us an opportunity for uh, people to grow within the company. You know, in house creatives, oh, yeah. it, it, it's it's there's definitely like a, a, a glass ceiling. You know, there's there's mm-hmm. only certain high, you know there's only a certain level that you can get to. Yeah. Um, just because the the team's not necessarily going to significantly grow, we're not taking on more clients like an agency would. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, in some some in-house creative groups, I'm sure there's, you know, people can get a little stagnant just doing the same thing over and over again. And but, I'm glad you bring that up because yeah. that, it's, it's so important to be mindful of your team in that oh, sense. And, and sometimes yeah. that's overlooked, unfortunately, but to hear that Datto, you know, really thinks about that component as well. It's like, let's grow our talent. Yeah, yeah, without question. And, and one great way to grow talent is to collaborate with other creatives. Um, and give that person that that's on my team an opportunity to lead a project or manage a project or even art direct a project or utilize freelance resources so that, you know, eventually they can be a creative director wherever they, wherever they end up, you know? And, um, yeah, creatives don't want to do the same thing over and over again. You know, they want to expand, (laughs) they want to learn, they get very passionate about that. And that's something that, again, that, that we just have to feed. Datto does do a good job with that. I definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely, um, we, we try to take advantage of of training and conferences and sending people out to, to different types of, of learning environments. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful that we get to expand, you know, by just taking on more assignments and more customers, but, um, that's not guaranteed, you know, it's not yeah, guaranteed. you never know. Yeah. So when reaching out to, to 
other agencies, is there a typical project you, you kind of have in mind when you do reach out or is it kind of whatever comes up? Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty much whatever comes up, you know, um, one spot that we probably definitely need help in is developing like infographics and stuff like yeah. that. And mm-hmm. I think that there's a, a strong eye for illustration that comes from, you know, dedicated illustrators. You know, yeah. you get you give an illustration assignment to a graphic designer. Sure, they'll, they'll be able to handle it and, you know, utilize stock houses or the noun project or something like that to kind of put together a, a decent layout but you know it'd be great to you know utilize freelance designers in, 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 with stuff like that with those types of assignments the big thing that we're using freelance help for right now is is definitely video you know yeah. we just have so much video content coming in so many people want to tell different customer stories we have so many um uh, partner success stories and different types of testimonials that we want to capture um, so oh, what a terrible problem. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all, incredible. Yeah, they're, they're all success stories, which is great. Wow. Um, we shot a, uh, we're shooting a, we shot a commercial um, a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we're going to release it at the end of this month. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not going to be broadcast or anything. It's going to be on, you know, YouTube and social and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But that was the type of thing where we had to hire a significant, you know, a, definitely yeah. an advertising agency um, to help us out, you know, not only develop the script and, but also hire the right talent, put the, the cast in place, mm-hmm. solidify the location, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, and that, that's stuff that we could definitely handle in house, but it would take a long time. Not only that, but it's, it's almost the stuff that you, you sometimes just overlook. It's, it's like, Oh, making sure you have the location that it, even to that down to that minor detail, like reaching out to an agency who's, who's repeatedly doing that over and over again, just just make sure it's it's like you said, streamlined. Oh yeah, and it, again, it, it gives you an opportunity to really collaborate with dynamic people that are so passionate about what they do. Yeah, um, and and also they can kind of come at it from a less business esque kind of point of view. You know, so we're so focused on driving revenue and creating leads and stuff like that. You know, you hire an agency and they want to you know think past the moon. Yeah. And come up with some incredible, incredible approaches to the to the to the to the problem. Um, but you know, after the shoot, I was talking to um, uh, the director of photography, and uh, he was just super excited. He's like, "You know what? You know what I'm really excited about is that I, we just nailed the brief. We nailed the brief. We nailed the brief." And that's yeah. all what they were really focused on. You know, it was just coming up. You know, understanding what we were trying to to achieve and um, generate a, a, a piece of content. In this case, an, an ad um, that nailed that. That, that objective and it's, it's it. funny you say that though about the brief though because it is so important some um it's the foundation if, if you don't get that brief and get the clear message right everything that follows it, it isn't going to line up with, with what the client wants oh you're absolutely right and that, that's one thing that we we made a pivot on uh, in the past probably a year and a half was that you know part of the process part of the um task kind of request process whether it's a, again whether it's a sticker or a big presentation or you know, some kind of dynamic um, video. It always starts with a brief, and that's part of our process. So as soon as somebody requests something, we give them a form to fill out, you know, with some clear objectives, identifying the, the type of audience, and then that goes right into a project management system so we, we can track it right away. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we have a belief in the group. If, if it's not in there, it doesn't exist. So as soon as it gets in there, that's when it becomes real. Mm-hmm. You can talk about it all you want. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but as soon as you got to put it into the project ma- management system. Okay. Yeah, so... No, that's a good strategy. So what would you say, and, and because I, I think sometimes it, it depends, what really makes for a good collaboration when, it, when an in-house agency is working with, with an outside agency? I, I, think it's, I think it's a combination of a few things. I think it's, you know, for the outside agency, it's vital for them to really understand the, the brand. 
mm-hmm. they're working with. Um, and uh, so, so that, that's, that's probably the most vital thing. Um, coming together with, with a collective kind of agreement and thought on you know, what you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. So, and it kind of goes back to my example with the commercial. The Datto has objectives. The agency that we might bring in has objectives, but you kind of have to pull that together. You know, yeah. you hire an agency and they say they see some money behind it, like, oh, we can put together you know this this dynamic yeah. video <laughs> for our portfolio. Well, that that's not what we want to do. Yeah. It would be great if if this could be the centerpiece of your portfolio, but um, you know, we're using it to to again to to move the business forward. So, yeah. you know, understanding the brief, understanding the the brand essence, you know. In our case, Datto is a, is a creative, um, innovative company. You yeah. know, it's not stagnant. It's not old. It's brand new. Um, so it's it's vital for for an agency to kind of understand the DNA of the of the company. But I also think that it's it's important when you're working with uh, an outside agency to really by pushing the collaboration, understand that it is a process. It's not a, yeah. it's not a starting point. Do the work. You know, go through a couple rounds of reviews. Here's the final. Here's the invoice. Job done. It's not about that. You know, no. it's really about. All right, we're going to start this project here. Hopefully, we'll end it at a certain date. But there's so many things that kind of come into play. So many variables. Yeah. So many. Hundred percent. And I think that's vital for an outside agency to really understand when to have, that flexibility, have to that flexibility to be able to yeah. pivot. And only certain agencies can really do that. You mm-hmm. know, but I think it's vital. I think it's vital. Yeah. Well, it's it's. It's crazy because we we've worked with a client um, and they they had done a website redesign, and they told us that they the agency they were working with actually penalized them if they didn't receive their feedback. Uh, I think it was within like two to three days of the of what they outlined in the timeline. Yeah, that's just not and cool. And that to me is mind blowing. Yeah, like yeah. that. It, there's no way. No, that that's like that clock in clock out mentality. Yeah, you know, which mm-hmm. you know the, today's kind of. Um, uh, uh, workers don't have that. Like we're yeah. always online, we're always working, always we're connected, always, always connected, always checking things out. Yeah, and that 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 type of that's just nonsense. You know, I think yeah. that's just absolute nonsense. Oh, absolutely. So on the flip side, would you say are there any roles or, or let's say projects that you feel very passionately about keeping in house, or you you just don't really want to outsource? Uh, that's that's a good question. I mean, I definitely like the the high profile ones to stay in house. Yeah, you know, because I like to get my team, you know, those, those shining stars, and uh, you know, working on those projects helps them in their creative development. It helps them, um, you know, put put their face behind something that's that's very successful. It makes our group look good. It makes my boss look good. That type of stuff, you know. So the high profile ones, I definitely like keeping in house. Um, but at the same time, I I do like kind of going back out and just kind of again having that opportunity to collaborate with, with yeah. different types of agencies. So it's really kind of like all over the place. You know, yeah. I mean, sometimes we'll have, you know, an assignment that's, you know, 20 PowerPoint presentations. I'll be happy to give those to another <laughs> agency, you know. But, you know, if it's, a, if it's a keynote presentation for, you know, a sales kickoff or something like that, stuff that we want to keep in-house just because yeah. that's really telling, like, the brand message. No, absolutely. And I think um, one thing that I, I know we're both really excited about is uh, the event we have coming up. Yes. Uh, yes. Called Rough Draft. So really it's going to be a meeting of the minds if, between several different agencies in the area, uh, partners. And the whole goal is, is really to connect, you know, design leaders with, with agencies, in-house creatives. And I know we've, we've already confirmed a few people actually for, for the event, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a great event. Um, a couple of the people that we have confirmed, uh, a gentleman by the name of Jared Huerta, 
uh, who's a an old school graphic designer. Um, really cool stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, keep, <laughs> I mean, I keep on. I, I can't wait to see some of the uh, the original logos that he designed, like the uh, ACDC logo. Oh yeah. People magazine and stuff like that. HBO so. and Abisco. It's, oh. it's it's his portfolio is insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and such a nice guy. He actually does a lot of lettering workshops around here. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I sent um, a couple of our designers to to one of his workshops. So. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super nice guy. Super nice guy. Um, we also have uh, Leslie Corbett Gentry, um, who's an illustrator as well, based yeah. out based out of uh, Fairfield County. Um, educator, been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Um, definitely passionate about uh, you know her work, and mm. uh, I'm excited about about um, having her up there as well. And then uh, Alex Alex Center, uh, who's a who was a design director at Coca Cola, yeah. um, who now has his own shop. So he's going to give us some great great insight on definitely excited room as well. <laughs> yeah, in, in house creative and in you know agencies and boutiques agencies and stuff like that. Um, and you know you know the the biggest benefit of I think this night is connecting uh, people from in house shops like myself and boutique agencies like you guys. You yeah, know? and just you know. Not only networking, but you know, introducing yourself to people and, and having a few beers and having some drinks and meeting of the minds, creatives. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. You it's, know, it's, because <laughs> there's so many of them. I mean, you just go up and down, um, you know, Merit Seven, where Dado's located, and Diageo's yeah. there, and Faxet, and you know, GE was there one, at one time. So, um, you know, there, there's a tremendous amount of, of, of in-house shops up there. There's still a lot of agencies up here in Fairfield County too. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you know you got these dynamic boutique agencies like yourself that are really specializing on some really cool stuff. Yeah. And it, it's it's just a, it's it's going to be a great night. It's going to be a great opportunity to get those mm-hmm. types of people involved. Um, we do have a couple sponsors as well. So uh, you know, Dado's sponsoring, Electric Engine sponsoring you guys. Um, Creative Placement and Carl. I'm sure everybody knows Carl yeah. from Creative Placement. So he's going to help us. Uh, facilitate the night he's going to be the MC there so definitely you know huh. he's, he's a dynamic character he's yeah. definitely somebody that um, people should talk to uh, we have an agency called uh, chameleon method based out of uh, Fairfield Fairfield Connecticut uh, good friend Christian Ravano he's gonna yeah. be up there uh, presenting and stuff he's a good guy <laughs> yeah yeah great great wonderful wonderful. very guy. passionate too when he talks oh yes, yes <laughs> absolutely he's gonna be in uh, he's gonna give us an inspiring talk that night um, and then we have uh, graphic management partners which is a uh, a print shop uh, based out of uh, Portchester, New York. Um, they produce uh, a tremendous amount of stuff for Datto, so we work really closely with them. Um, okay. Uh, one thing that we do every quarter is we put out uh, a magazine. We send it out to about ten, yeah, ten thousand of our customers. So we do a, a quarterly magazine, and they help us with the uh, the printing and the shipping. So it'll be great to have them up there. Um, and then finally, Agency Labs. Yeah. Oh, so Agency Labs, funny enough, we had Jonathan Soares on the podcast with us a couple of weeks ago. And uh, awesome guys over there uh, do phenomenal work, definitely uh, heavier on the, the development side. So excited to have them along. So quite quite the variation we got here. Yeah, yeah. And, and not, not to mention, uh, Nod Hill is going to be uh, pouring some beers for us. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, having a couple of drinks, good food, good people. So definitely an event worth worth going to. That's going to be happening actually uh, April twenty fifth. Yeah, April twenty so. fifth at Datto, and so yeah. it's going to be right in the headquarters. You're going to be. Uh, we have a really really nice space down there. Um, yeah, we're super looking forward to it. Yeah, so if if you're in the area, love for you to come out. Cheers, <laughs> have a good time, and really again, just just meeting of the minds. So I guess one one last thing is, do you have any anything else you want to share? With anyone who, who who is managing an in-house team or or any like final parting words? Yeah, I think that um, 
you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, the passion. I think that that's, that's vital to really try to try to, to promote. Um, if it's there, it's, it's great. You got to kind of like, just keep it, keep it burning. Um, another thing that I think is, is valuable for, uh, to keep in mind when you're um, working in with with an in-house creative team or part of an in-house creative team is just maintain a level of professionalism. You know, yeah, uh, we're all graphics. You know, we're all designers. We're all artists. We're all creative thinkers. Um, but at the same time, when you're interacting with people inside the office and your business partners, it's vital to maintain you know a professional attitude. Yeah, um, make sure you're aware of the goals of the company. You know that type of thing. Um, and also, there's there's a, there's an opportunity to expand your resourcefulness you know and not just be like a one-trick pony kind of thing yeah um so you know at a company like Datto, everybody's working together to achieve you know a common goal and that's to to help out our customers and, and promote their business um and so whether you have a, a creative approach to it or analytical approach to it or you know you strictly you know numbers and finance and stuff like that you're just as passionate yeah. as, as to, the, to the business as, as as somebody else is so you know, understanding like the business model and understanding your 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 business partners and their goals and, and aspirations and why they're involved is super super vital. And again, that's that's one of the things that you don't really tap into at a at a large agency or taking on freelance assignments is, is working with those types of business partners. Um, so that that's that's pretty much it. You know, just become like a, a solid partner and work with other people and and you know keep your mind open to to new ideas and, yeah. and that type of stuff and just you know, enhance the collaboration and, and always keep learning. Like you always said, keep learning, like yeah. keep that passion alive. Yeah. Always keep learning. Always keep learning. Cause the, the business models change and, and the business ideas change and the strategy behind that and all the different types of competition that comes into play, it changes constantly. So, um, yeah, it's, it's vital to always be learning. Yeah. Especially with the way the digital space changes. It's like every day there's something new, a new iteration of something, new software being released. So, Oh yeah. I mean, I've had conversations just with, um, uh, you know, uh, companies not not embracing slack you know oh yeah and, and, oh, yeah we live by slack <laughs> oh, i love it i love it i love it i love it and yeah. you know it, it's just those types of things that you have to realize all right this this is the this is the norm now yeah you know exactly it's, it's not about email it's not about sometimes it's not even about a phone call it's just about you know slack yeah. messaging and, and you can you can run a project through slack you yeah. know it, it's it's amazing some of the the, the different things but yeah, it wasn't like that two years ago. Oh, no. Not, and, well, it's also, too, because I, I think Slack does such a great job of integrating mm -hmm. other softwares. Like, you can integrate HubSpot, your, your CMS. Um, even you have, like, to-do lists within Slack. There's so many things you can you can utilize it for that it's a, it's a shame to not use it. Oh, yeah. We use it. It's integrated fully with Google Docs, too, yeah. for us. So, you know, you can you can view those docs right through Slack or, you know, you can share links exactly. very, 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 very quickly. Um so yeah, that type of stuff is vital and that, that just <laughs> comes from the learning, you know? Yeah. Well, Mike, I want to say thanks again for coming on the podcast. You know, it's been a pleasure speaking with you, learning about in-house creative agencies and, and, you know, the best way to, to really make the most of it. So I want to thank everyone out there for tuning in to e-commerce disruptors. Please subscribe and comment. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at electricengine.com. And that's E-N-J-I-N. -N. And thanks again for tuning in. Take care. This has been the E-Commerce Disruptors podcast presented by Electric Engine. Subscribe today to stay up to date on all future episodes. Please follow us at Electric Engine on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or shoot us an email at podcast at electricengine.com. That's engine spelled E-N-J-I-N. Feel free to leave us any comments or questions about this episode and let us know what you'd want to hear on future episodes. Until next time, thanks for listening.